you say, yeah. Yeah. Man, I was at this this place one time, and this dude came up to me with this paper in his hand, and he said, man, all you got to do is chew on this paper. You'll leave this world. I didn't believe him. I chewed on that paper. I don't know if I've come back. Well, welcome you to Off the Deep End. Quite <laughs> <laughs> the intro there, John. Flash of rust. We simply says this. All of our loved ones, if Jesus were to come tonight, before you and I... You can hear the gospel and you don't feel anything, then you are in your most dangerous position. Well, you know, Cobb's not here. He always does a, some kind of, like, good quote. So I figured we needed something wild to fucking come into it. Shout out to Cobb. Miss you, buddy. Miss you, buddy. Uh, we gotta get... Yeah. Gotta get back on track. Yeah, yeah. So life is, uh... Life's getting weird, man. Life's getting weird. It's cool, though. You know, I'm going through some stuff. You going through some stuff, playing music. Like, a lot of music. I'm going through all kind of stuff right now, dude. Like, I got some personal stuff. I'm not going to share public forum, but yeah, I just got my truck back fixed. Yeah, and like, nice. And all I'll say about the personal shit, it's like, it's a good test to have because you know those stages or seasons in your life to where it's happy-go-lucky and everything's just going right. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever do you ever just get really high time. You really get paranoid and like always looking over your shoulder because it's something's, just too good to be real. Something's coming. It's always in the back. So of I my almost mind. would rather just be in the crap. You know? Yeah, because you know where you are. Yeah. You know where you are every time when you're down there. It's like I'm at the bottom, but uh, we can if hey. we, we get to the other side. I got another chance to come back up to the bo- or from the bottom. That's right. <laughs> shit. That's the way it works, man. You get yeah. up there. And I think that's a good outlook. You fucking get up there, you got to you, you know, you get, may have a few good years. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, poof, and then you got to you know, you got to jump back up. You can't see my hand motion, but I went down and up kind of in a waving it's a roller coaster type motion. If you will. Yeah, they said that. You know, they told us that shit when we were young. <laughs> Life is a roller coaster. I didn't believe them, you know? Yeah. Everything was moving slow back then, dude. On a roller coaster. Yeah, now it's, it's like, like that. It's like a tour bus. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like a fucking time machine. When did it hit, like, fast forward for you? For me, it was, like, 25 when things started feeling like it was flying off the rails. Well, man, I was so, we'll say, spacey in my 20s, late 20s, that it didn't really clear up for me, and time started moving at the right pace until about 33. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hell of a... Just a concept. Just, thinking about you that. see how it fucking time, dude. That's why I don't understand why we all wear watches and shit. Because that time doesn't matter. the The hour doesn't matter. Yeah, I was. Hmm. Daylight, dark, day. 
Why do you think so many people are being assholes about the death of Queen Elizabeth II? Because, man, she's been around so long. That's why people get all up in arms about these fucking famous people that die. Because they've been around their whole life. You know, I think, like, even with my favorite comedians, you know, we've lost a lot recently. Mm. Like, Norm MacDonald. And, so many. So many uh, good ones. Uh, got Bob Saget Bob went on. Saget, yep. And anytime someone famous like that, that, you know, maybe they're in a place of power. But, you know, the the queen, she was a figurehead. I mean, she didn't really she, have any real governmental power. It was all the parliament, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, she was still the face. It, and it was cool yeah. to have a nice face. S- still on the money, yeah. 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 She was the face, a nice face. She may have been an evil, evil, evil lady, but she had a nice face. I and, you know, my whole life um, was a third of her life. and Yeah. You know, she led and navigated and was the voice of reason for a country and, in some effects, the world through some very troubling times. Very, very troubling times, like world wars. Yeah. She saw one of those, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, economic decline. Yeah, the economic decline, all that, man. That's lived through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, so... And I'm sure at, you know, when she was young, there was, I mean, it was, you know, a couple hundred years, but I'm sure there were still people bitching about the colonists. Probably so. <laughs> Back, you know, when she was a child. You think, like, I, and I was thinking a lot about that today with, you know, it's 9-11. Yeah, oh God, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a great meme, I thought about sharing it, but, uh. You know, believe in, believe in something, even if it's not real. You know, some kind of tagline like that. Yeah. And it's got a picture of an airplane crashing into the Pentagon. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'd post it. You can send it to me. I'll post it. I don't give a shit. You know, so, I mean, there's a lot of mixed emotions about, like, what people believe about 9-11, really. Like, it was it an inside job? Was it real? What You know, jet fuel and steel beams. And, steel beam, jet fuel, fucking... Building seven, yeah, impenetrable Pentagon, you know, field out in Pennsylvania. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, all that stuff had some sort of relevance, I guess. But uh, to the effect of the holiday is uh, this is something to remember and to reflect on. We got behind America for a change, and Hunter S. Thompson made quite the statement about it. Beautiful, beautiful, and his day after statement was even better. All right. Can you, can you speak? I it? can't speak it, but I can find it. <laughs> well, the one... Oh, dude, I had this, uh, this smart ass the other day. <laughs> and, you know, you love a good smart ass. Everybody does. <laughs> uh, we were having a conversation about something, and, you know... Phone and Google that. Yeah, let me fix, get this right, right that's, quick. That's like a real drag to the conversation, but... Uh, Anyway, I was asking him a question, and neither one of us knew the answer. And he was like, why don't you Google it? And I was like, oh, come on, dude. I mean... What happened to this old way of doing things? So the way I keep up with things I want to <laughs> keep up with, I share it on Facebook. Yeah. That's why I share so much wild shit yeah. on Facebook. Then you get the memories. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's this quote from Hunter S. Thompson on 9-11 after he found out about the towers. We're at war now, according to President Bush, and I take him at his word. He also says the war might last a very long time. 
generals and military scholars will tell you that eight to ten years is actually not such a long time in the span of human history, which no doubt is true. But history also tells us that ten years of martial law and wartime and a wartime economy are going to feel <coughs> are going to feel like a, are going to feel like a lifetime to people who are in. God, let me go back. Let's go back to butt history because you know. I remember when I was doing radio, when I would get, you could, and be back, right? So, the history also tells us 10 years of martial law and wartime and a wartime economy are going to feel like a lifetime to people who are in their 20s today. The poor bastards who will forever be known as Generation Z are doomed as to be the first generations of Americans who to grow up with a lower standard of living. <sighs> than the rest of their parents enjoyed. Did you hear that? America, the Gen Zers are the last Americans, are the first generation to grow up with a lower standard of living than their parents. That is extremely heavy news, and it will take a while for it to sink in. The 22 babies born in New York City while the World Trade Center burned down will never know what they missed. The last half of the 20th century will seem like a wild party for our rich kids compared to for what's coming now. The party's over, folks. End quote. I mean, that's, you recently uh, shared that as a memory. I remember coming across that quote. Yeah, um, man. And, you know, when I think about Hunter S. Thompson or Bill Hicks. Those our, guys, dude's visionary. Yeah. Uh, Bill Hicks was... Uh, Carlin, he was right a lot. Man, they I, th- I almost want to say they were prophets in a way. You know, and I would go so far as, and I know a lot of people uh, don't like him out there in Radio Land, but Alex Jones. Hell, we got to put a, what's his name? Just got kicked off the radio as well. Not, not a Howard Stern. What's his name? Oh. Uh, they just kicked him off. Damn. Been on radio for years, a huge, huge conservative like radio personality. Oh. C- couldn't say his name, or we would get copyright infringement at the radio station. What was his fucking name? You ain't talking about Rush, are you? Yes. Well, he passed away. You still his estate? Uh, we'll sue the shit out of you, Rush Limbaugh. No, not Rush. No, 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 no. That no. Well I, well, I think conservative radio, I mean, he's the face of it. Then I guess that would be like Rick and Bubba. But they're still no, on no, there. No, 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 This guy, uh, he's old school. Damn, I wish I could remember his name. We got to do a lot of Googling. Googling tonight, tonight cuz, you know, it's been a long weekend, guys. Let's see. Conservative radio. Off the air. Let's see. Oh, I think I got the... Uh, no, it was fucking Rush Limbaugh. That's it? right. I looked at my God... Or I looked at my cumulus contract. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. Okay. Say your name, motherfucker. <laughs> Not a fan, huh? <laughs> 
No, like if you even said any, if you even mentioned anything he had ever mentioned, you would be, you know, it, available for copyright infringement. I can't. Wow. Yeah, it was serious shit, man. Oh. Yeah, it was, and they they make you sign all that stuff before they let you go on the air. I've done three episodes to where we drew up a contract before we sat down and talked. Really? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, with the audio, if it if it were to go anywhere, if it was to, like, blow up, like, royalties and rights is in his name or her name. Oh, okay. And I was well, totally, totally fine with that. Yeah, that's cool. Whatever. I mean, you're just the vessel. Yeah. The curator, if yeah. you will. Yeah, the curator. Yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty wild. Um, I think about, like, the economy that we're living in right now. We are... And just to talk about, like, conservative, uh, like, radio. Yeah. Uh, you familiar? I'm not real familiar with the guy. I've never really listened to him, but uh, Dan Bongino? I, I'm not familiar with him either. Not at yeah. all? Well, he invented, you know, how if you have more of a conservative lean, like with the uh, Freedom Truckers in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a, um, you know, oh, what are some of those GoFundMe c- kind of things like that to where you can raise money and give to a cause yeah, yeah i know what you're well about. like the gofundme and paypal and these different accounts like that if they found out what you were up to and if they didn't agree with politically they'd freeze your money i remember hearing about that yeah. yeah yeah yeah. and so dan bongino created a thing called parallel economy which is the exact world that we're like moving into like i've been hearing it on the news now john msnbc yeah oh the news well, yeah one of, i mean one of their hosts yeah. uh one of the most prominent ones it wasn't um oh i can't think of her name rachel maddow you know like she's like the face of nighttime msnbc um kind of a joke of a journalist that's neither here or there but um, yeah it wasn't her who said it. It was another one of their big names, but she was like freely, openly talking about the Civil War. And do you know what's crazy about this midterm election cycle? Do you see the way everything's being framed? Just to go like conspiracy real quick? Man, they put the K in Chick-fil-A, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, check this out. So they've had uh, January 6th hearings for half the year, and it was like a soap opera. Yeah, it's been like everything has been a... Everything has to be a media circus now. It can't just happen. Yeah. Everything's got to be some kind of fiasco. It's got to be exposed and all it was everywhere. A, and it was a nothing burger. Nothing. Like <laughs> the fucking Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Everywhere. Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. But then the real case that we all yeah. wanted live coverage Everybody of. wanted to see live coverage. Of the- all we got was a painting. Yeah. Uh... uh uh, like what are the Broadway Street painter and she type and painting? She is the only person, perhaps in history, that was arrested for sex trafficking without ever having a list of people that she was sex trafficking to. So it's yeah. like on the account that who she she sex trafficked to herself on the account of arresting her for sex trafficking and jailing her, but there's no proof because where's the evidence? I want to see the I want to see the list. Yeah, I mean, for it to be, for it to be legitimate, and for this to really get closure, and for the their justice to really be served, there needs to be the list. Because if not, justice is not being served, and it's all in vain, and mm-hmm. this is all a fucking show, and it's bullshit, and fuck everybody. 
So like, but the midterms, like, okay, we had J six for half the year. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's still like some people like still enjoy talking about that. I'll see like people who firmly believe like any day now he's going to be indicted. You know. Yeah, they're still they're <laughs> still talking about it on the news. Yeah. And so, and then what do you have? Like you have like St- Steve Bannon and. Uh, just over this weekend, 35 people who were a part of, like, Trump's, that was close in his political stuff. Yeah. They all got ready this weekend. You had the raiding of Mar-a-Lago. And then the more news that comes out about that, it was a nothing burger. Nothing. They can't find nothing on this dude, which I'm sure he's got some skeletons. He just got enough money to have them hid real, real well. Yeah. I mean, when they released the affidavit, uh, where the judge signed off on the reasoning for the raid of the Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Did you see how much of it that was retracted? Like, you you would have a whole page with blacked out words, and like you would be able to read like just six words. Yeah, oh yeah, because that's black markers for everybody, man. I wish I could take a black marker to my private record, or my personal record. But what's crazy is like the guy leading the DOJ, um, what's that cat's name? Don't... Anyway, I don't follow this administration. Yeah, like so he called he called Trump out, and he was like, "If Trump if Trump's good with it, we'll we'll release the affidavit." And Trump was like, "Do it." And then they was like, "Well, we'd have to retract a lot of information." Well, what are you waiting for? You were talking you were talking all this crap. Come on with it, you know. Let's do this thing. If y'all gonna do it, let's do it. Because he knows it's a nothing burger. Yep, he's like they're not gonna find it. (laughs) And I, I I'm I'm yeah he's got skeletons. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got. Dude, him. do you remember the podium guy from the J Six stuff? The guy yeah. who was smiling in the rotunda with, with the yeah. lectern, but yeah. they called it podium. It was a lectern, but yeah. Um, he was recently on a podcast and like was sharing his story about J Six, and you know, like you know, he shared, you know, like my intention for being there was not to protest or rally. It was like it was that last hurrah, and he was like. I like going to Trump rallies. It was, it was like a sporting event. It was very entertaining. He's like a comedian. It's, yeah. it's a great time. And he said, next thing you know, like the crowd is just marching down the street. And he was like, I was just following the crowd. And then next thing you know, like there was people filing into the building. Yeah. And, uh, it's, I think they were let in, dude. They were. I mean, those, those doors are magnetically sealed. Yeah. Now was, they did get aggressive. You know, there was violence. Yeah, there were violence. Violence did occur. That is for sure. I mean, whatever happened to that Ray Epps fella? Yeah. That got shut up. Yeah. He, where'd he go? Buffalo guy. Buffalo guy's in prison. <laughs> Buffalo guy's gone forever. <laughs> I like but, that uh, Buffalo but guy. Back, but back to podium guy is... Uh, he didn't really do anything. Though. He just he took a picture and, and took a picture. Yeah, just happened to go viral. Yeah, it, because it happened on that day. Yeah. And you know, man, I've been by the White House. It's secure. I mean, this looks like a prison, basically, just without well, all the razor wire. No, they didn't go to the White House. They well, Congress. Congress yeah. But I've seen all that shit, and yeah. it's all like a prison, dude. There's fences and shit everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know the... the the fences and stuff around the White House happened with this administration. Yeah. Well, the, but there's always been like a fence. But fence, this is, fence, But yeah. this is like a wall. Yeah, because they don't want you. To, he don't want you to take pictures of him swapping his bodies. In and out. <laughs> oh, 
Here we go. Deep in again. Oh, boy. Well, birds aren't real. Yeah. What the heck are we supposed to do about that? What the heck are we doing? (laughs) I'll tell you what's been stressing me out is the mosquitoes. What have we got going on with them? Man, they're so big now. They have great-grandchildren. They've been living for like three generations now. I mean, shit, it ain't got cold enough to kill them. Wait, wait, wait. Does this does this go back to like what they were supposedly doing to mosquitoes? Like, you know how Alice Jones had that infamous like gift where he was they're turning the frogs gay. Yeah. But like, I mean, they were efficiently like making these frogs like yeah. asexual. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Which I mean, like I think with like a frog with the reproduction of the frog, it's like it's one of those uh, things to where it's not that hard because it was happening to the lizards and things in the area, as it turned out as well. Yeah, yeah. But didn't weren't they chemi- like in a lab like making mosquitoes to where they'd be all male to where they couldn't they would no longer be able to exist? I had re- I remember reading that somewhere when West Nile was coming around and all that. Mm. Remember that 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 <laughs> one scare? Yeah. Oh, oh God! There's just been like one thing after another, and I guess that's like really with what Hunter S. Thompson was saying. Yeah, but yeah. Like, well, that in his next, in his end of day quote that's really long, and you can look it up, or I'll read it. I don't want to, but I will. His, we'll let you his, go look that up for yourself. Yeah, you can go find that one for yourself. But in the high points of it, he says, "We're at war now." And we don't know who we're fighting, who's the winning, who's losing. We're just at war. Mm-hmm. And the only people that's going to lose is us. Well spoken. That, that, I mean, that, you know, that's the gist of what he was saying, is the American people are going to be the only ones that suffer. Yeah. And eventually the people of the world. Because have you seen that thing floating around with the 46 standing at the podium and the red light behind him and all that. Oh, yeah. That looks ominous as shit, dude. I don't know if it's real or not because you oh, don't watch the news. It was real. I mean, I watched this. It's, it's getting hard to find. I've got, was, it, I've got it saved. Like, I've got all, like, the historical. Like, yeah. I've got some J6 pictures. Yeah. And, I, you know, I've got an image of that. Uh, hey, that looked ominous as fuck. Well, that was the big joke, right? Because, like, you know, they turned, like, MAGA movement into, like, something like Darth MAGA. And, yeah. like, I don't know if, like, the PR team thought it was going to be just, like, a killer idea. It's like, let's make him look like, let's go with Darth Brandon. And, you know, let's come yeah. out here and, like, really flex. It's like he's coming out as, like, really strong, you know. But, I mean, he had to walk it back, but he basically called war with half the country in his yeah. speech, effectively. I saw that. That was a lot. That was a trend. He know. walked it back the next day, but, dude, the damage was done. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wish we could vote again in November. Only crazy thing is, I can't vote because, you know, I moved. I registered, but I'm not eligible because I'm going to be moving back to Mississippi. Huh. Before November. So. Hmm. I thought it was more instantaneous than that. I thought it was almost like just immediate. As soon as you fill out the form, it changes. You, you, have, can't, you, can't you have to wait for the process? You have to wait, you have to wait for one election. Huh. What, what, it's whatever election, but you have to wait one before you can go vote. I kind of like that rule. Because like, if you're moving with a new state, like 
I think it is a good idea if you're yeah, in you, there and kind of feel it out. Yeah, a second. yeah. If you uh, just before you go in there and be like, I'm voting for I'm this guy vote for this dude because I like the way his sign looked. Yeah, that, the the one there in reform, the glamour shot lady that oh, lost. Well, have we talked about that? I don't think we talked. She we, lost. We talked about it, but not that she lost. Yeah, she lost. Dude, she was a smoke show. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like my buddy who was not from there when we were rolling through reform, he's like. I bet she wins just because of her sign. Like, she is a smoke show. Yeah, she was fucking smoking hot, but that was not the picture to go with. No. No. It was not, but I was, I didn't mind. Nah, I mean, it was cool looking, coming at that high chick, coming into reform. Yeah, made my drive to reform. Hey, there she is. Why'd you take them sides down? Yeah. (laughs) Need a little beauty in this neck of the woods. Yeah. This is nice. Damn, that's fucked up. But uh, I wish I could remember her name. I uh, know. I, I mean, I, I'm sure I could find somebody that knows somebody that had a sign. Yeah. I still have it out in my yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it up till it starts fading and then it's try like, and order a new one. It's, yeah, it's like the Christmas tree you never yeah. take down. Yeah. Just leave it up. Just start putting them everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> keep getting have, them remade. Yeah, have a whole fucking like. You're not even like affiliated with that county or district or anything. I just love this woman. <laughs> this woman <laughs> and this photo. <laughs> this glamour well, shot. You photo. didn't. You don't even have like vote or her name. It's just an image of hers. <laughs> Hand under chin and some shit. I can't remember. Yeah, it was like what it was, but. Yeah. It was nineties glamour shot. It all was day. like paralegal. Yeah. Yeah, it was a paralegal or like stewardess business card. Like hot secretary. Yeah. <laughs> like I have a business card. What's it for? It's got my sale number on it. My email. A link to my link tree. <laughs> yeah, that's what they are now. Yeah. Mine has a QR code. <laughs> you got a QR code? No, I don't have a business card. I wanna get one. If I had one, I would like you know, I'd put my name and email and on the back it'd be like I gave you this so we could have lunch. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me up, Maine. Ah, if I move from Memphis, I might have to stop saying Maine. That's yeah, a Memphis that word. Cultural appropriate. Yeah, that's a Memphis word. You can't Maine? use it. Maine? Maine, yep. How so? I don't know. Everybody said it, it was originated in Memphis, I think. What do you think about the word word? I like word. I use it often. Still? Oh, yeah. You know... Uh, when it first started happening, I refused to say it, and then me too, because I thought it was just a stupid trend. Yeah, like turnt. Yeah. I didn't like turnt. That's a bit much. Yeah. Um, but it stuck. Pepsi. Yes, but it stuck. Yeah, it stuck. Mm-hmm. I still use word, and I think it crossed generations, which I think is the hardest thing about a trend, especially when it comes to language. You know what's some one thing that's pissing me off that's made uh, the generational jump? Oh. Uh, 2000s rock oh boy it's movies that are doing it it's TV shows mm. man they need to leave Stain in 2001 you know I'm a fan of Aaron Lewis I think like him not being in Stain was the move I like him I don't like his music or I don't really, his, I don't like his country stuff I wish he would just do like acoustic rock like folky rock <laughs> okay a little Bob Dylan-esque yeah I wish he would do more of that Americana because, you know, I, I kind of like his stance on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But Stain sucked. <laughs> really. 
a lot of bands from that era, if you try to go back to listen to them now, it really doesn't. But what's crazy about every band is there are those fans who were still rocking that still album. Still rocking, dude. Would call in requests for shit. I'm like, dude, from Breaking Benjamin for real? You're so cold. It's warm outside. Come on, man. Yeah. I called in a couple times in 99.9, and like they didn't even have like what I wanted. And it wasn't even like that new. It was like and a- the sad thing about it is I, I actually liked when people would call in and play Breaking Benjamin. Or asked to play break you know I mean, I'm like, I like this band. Yeah. You know, they, were, they were some of my, my, my romping around days. The first time I was, you know, out in the world. Oh, I had a, dude, I had a buddy who, uh, if you rode in his truck, and I bet it probably is this way still to this day. You got in his truck? Breaking Benjamin was on. <laughs> That's all he listened to. God. Oh, I mean, they're good. <coughs> they're okay. But they're not. That's what I'm saying. There's those fans out there, man. Yeah. That's like, I'm a fan of Pearl Jam. Yeah. There's a lot of people who don't like Pearl Jam at all. You Make know, fun of them. I have gotten to a point in my life yeah. where I don't crap on Nickelback anymore. I don't either. I mean, they, they have their place and time in life. They recently put out a new single. And, uh, Cole played it for me yesterday. I don't know. It's don't pretty know. good. I don't know about it. I don't want to search it on my Spotify or <coughs> YouTube to listen to it. Because if you put Nickelback in your fucking search one time, oh, it's in there. Like it's in there for fucking two years. <laughs> and then you got Chad to... Crager. <coughs> Look at his photograph. Ooh, good uh, impression, man. Yeah, man. You know, I, I liked uh, Animals. That song. That is a good song. Dimebag Daryl was on that motherfucker. He played. Uh, <laughs> He, played, he wrote the he wrote the guitar riff on that one. And one thing you got to say about Nickelback, like it or not, Chad Kroger can write a hook. Man, he can make a fucking hit song, dude. Mm-hmm. A poppy rock song, he can knock that thing out of the park. Mm-hmm. He knows how to go about that. Okay. Okay. He knows the way on poppy rock. I'll give him that. And you know, I've like you say, I've come to a point in my life to where Nickelback's okay. It's not bad. Yeah, it's it's it is what it is though. It's pop rock. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Foo Fighters. The, you know, Dave Grohl even described the Foo Fighters as dad rock. Mm-hmm. And they are. Mm-hmm. You just got to accept it. That's that's what age we are, man. Yeah. You know, the Foo Fighters were cool when we were young. They were like new yeah. Nirvana. Yeah. Yep. I was listening to them today. Yeah, man. Like, they still, they still dropping hits, dude. For whatever reason, like, um... I woke up this morning and I was just thinking about Taylor Hawkins. Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Like, I, you know, I, it was like, you know, Chris Cornell or like some of these, like uh, Scott Wyman from uh, yeah. Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, man. He was like, a hard one. He was some some days I wake up and I was like, I hate that they're gone. Dude, could you imagine where Stone Temple Pilots would be? You know, they dropped that single Meadows and it was... Should have left it alone, man. Yeah, just let it stay. And I get it, like... It wasn't just Scott that was, you know, the band, but the band was a very talented unit. Yeah, it was I, a good unit. But I felt like just rebrand, rename. Yeah, you you can't continue. Yeah. It's like it's like the Grateful Dead never played under the Grateful Dead without Jerry. Never played a show under the Grateful Dead without Jerry. Well, to they, this day. What would they call it? The Dead. They had the Dead for a while. 
Dylan and the Dead for a while. They had uh, a Fish and the Dead for a while. Hey, is Dead and Company? What is that? That's John Mayer with with the members of the the remaining members of the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Okay. And John Russo, or Joe Russo, Joe Russo's almost dead is just guys that really fucking like the Grateful Dead. Joe Russo was in uh, Green Jello, fucking metal band back in the Green early nineties. Hitting us with truth bombs over yeah, here. Yeah, dude. Yeah, this like I, I just looked at all this stuff recently. Yeah, he was in a fucking metal band, and now he just plays like Grateful Dead jams. cover tunes and like jams. Yeah, that's where I think a lot of music's going, dude. A lot of people are getting real jammy and psychedelic with their music, and I dig it. Well, I think I don't know if it's just because I'm exposed to it more, but uh, you know, Cosmic Gravy is really that style. Yeah, yeah, music. yeah. I really want to see you guys when y'all are playing. You know, for real, for real. I've uh, seen y'all. You know, play. What are you, what are you talking about? When y'all played up here. Didn't y'all play up here? No. It was just you and Philip and y'all didn't have the other guy with you. I can't ever Hunter? remember his name. Hunter, yeah. What are you talking about? Like uh Fest? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was uh well the first year was Groove Johnson. That was yeah. what you but uh yeah. this past time we did have Cosmic. See, I've been I you know, I should have fucking came. Another reason I gotta get out of Memphis, man. You missed both days. Both days? Dude, I was working. <laughs> I've been thinking about like what I'm going to do for like the next festival. I think we're going to move it to one day and like really tighten things down. Yeah, clinch it together. I've been meaning to talk to you. I've been meaning to ask you a few questions about something anyway. I've got some... On or off I did off. Off. Okay. This, is, this is real. So we'll okay. do that off. We can smoke a cigarette if you want to. Yeah, let's take a break. Drinkers, lying politicians, is there a sense of real? The sun sets on you and I, and I'm not for one side or the other, just a blocking for the kingmaker that could harbor a future for you and I. Take a breath And once across my memory I was a part of history There were Molotovs And smoke screens all around But that didn't mean Anything, if you won't change, it ain't there. It's more like selling white carnations and providing for your family. Take a moment, take a breath, take a walk, cause we're all learning.
to die. Accessing all these feelings while confronting all my demons. Split for what it's for. What is lost is time and money, but they'll perform to keep our little minds busy for what they're doing. With the other hand. Take a walk Take a moment Cause we're all learning you know, How to die How to die How to die how did I How did I Well how did I How did I Die I think with uh that style of business, because there are a lot of people from out of state who are coming to Mississippi. My friend in Jackson is par partnering with uh, a company in uh, but, uh, out of Oklahoma. My point is, with I'm interested in it too. I, I would invest. Like, it, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be nothing to put you know anywhere from ten to twenty five k. Oh yeah, on the line it. for this. Drop it, yeah, because you know you'll get it back. Well, and but here's my only catch with it is I think it's only like really profitable for the for the person at the at the get go. I think after it's well established and it's regular, I think like you know it's almost like a vape store or anything else. It's like it'll kind of it'll be there, but it's just like almost unnoticeable. Well, like the way, well, that's why they're doing it the way they're doing it. They're keeping small business out. That way only big companies can come in. Yeah. They I can mean, afford. I've heard like in the state of Mississippi, just to apply for the grant to grow is a million dollars. It's a million? Yeah, I, thought, million I thought it was 100000 for the grant. To really do it, you need a million dollars to do the whole thing. I'll tell you about the guy that invited me, like when it gets going, this is uh, not far outside of Lowndes County. Uh, but he wanted me. He wanted to hire me to come in and do all the electrical work. Yeah, I got a buddy that's doing the architect, like designing. And see, and that's what I mean about. I think there's a lot of money on the front end. Like, if if you have some kind of a skill that is necessitated toward, like, think about if, like, you know, you were a botanist. Oh God. I mean, like the, moving the wheelhouse, dude. Hundred hundred percent. Wheelhouse. And like, I don't know, man. They. Uh, 
people down here have been growing tomatoes and stuff for years, and that's all it takes. <laughs> Beautiful big tomatoes <laughs> with tricones on the leaves. That's a fact. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, what we was talking about out there on the deck, but, uh, you know, before the pandemic, uh, and I understand, like, maybe people think it's weird, uh, but I used to be a pretty big fan of people watching. Yeah, that's the thing, man. That is the thing, man. I used to love it. Hell, I still love it. What What it's turning into, though, is people watching people watch. <laughs> it's, a, it's a trend inside a trend now. Yeah, like, you go you go to your, you know, your hot spots, like the mall. Mm. Yeah, that was my favorite spot to go, and like, not even... Not know, even really go in any stores not, or buy anything, yeah, just, just... Hanging out there on the benches. Just looking at folks. Yeah, just... And like, look at this weird... What's market. going on around town? Yeah. What's all the buzz about? <laughs> yeah. What, what, what is so big over here? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. What are people into? Yeah. I've been sitting out of this shoe store... I've seen seven pairs of Crocs come out. Yeah. I'm going to get me a pair of Crocs. Yeah, that's in. One day. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's, you're not going in the store to get those Crocs. You're just like, man, I should probably try those out. Still just keep sitting there sipping I, on your, your drink from I have owned a pair of Crocs in my day. I have not. Uh, I have borrowed a pair for a few months, and they finally were reclaimed. Crocs is not a bad way to go. I love them. It's, I'm going to get a pair. A lot of people give them hell, but uh, Crocs is a very, very comfortable shoe. And plus, if you get in the bind, you can put that thing in four-wheel drive. <laughs> you I've put even, the strap down. I've even seen nuts. Yeah. Like Croc nuts. Yeah. Like truck nuts. It's a big thing. Yeah, you can do it. I mean, I've, I've gone so far to see people personalize them with like a personal little pins and buttons yeah i've seen that there's a big croc culture out here man crocs are getting customized yeah have you seen the croc boot bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The crossover? I have. I do. It's got got the boot coming up. Yeah. Halfway up the uh, calf there. Yeah, I was thinking Do that. Do people have no shame? <laughs> I think I've seen them in the wild. In the wild. I don't, I don't wild. trust the shoe until I've seen it out in the wild. <laughs> like, I didn't trust those damn uh, Yeezy Crocs. Oh, yeah. For a while. Oh, they didn't, them ain't real. They real <laughs> for $300, too. <laughs> well, you, you, you're paying for the name, man. Yeah. Yeez. I get them... Crocs yeah. for a smooth twenty. Yeah, or inflation yeah. forty. Forty. You paying forty for them Crocs now, yeah. buddy? 
You get some cool ones like the tie-dye ones or the ones with the, the uh, mud terrain tires. Oh, yeah. You're going to pay 50, 60 bucks for them. You're getting on up in the game. Who would have thought that the – do you think the inventor of the croc saw this? How, yeah. How big it would be? I think this dude was sitting there watching Idiocracy. What a cultural icon. And he's like, son of a bitch, that's brilliant. Yeah. And went and started playing with plastic. There you go. Yeah. I think, man, dude, because think about it. Loungewear is becoming outwear. People have no self-respect. Well, we was quarantined for two years, so everybody bought five days worth of pajamas for two years. Just wearing out the wardrobe, huh? And now everybody's got two years worth of pajamas that ain't seen daylight in two years. I, uh... We're in caves, man. Growing my hair out was one of the most uh, interesting things I've ever done. You have it? Have you trimmed it or a little anything? Bit. Just once. Yeah. But it's getting back down to where it was. But uh, you know, there's a there's a hate culture out there for dudes with long hair, and yeah. those people uh, they they do not hold back. Especially since you know the way you wear yours with the hat. Yeah. Kind of looks like you got a mullet. Oh, that's what man. I'm, that's what I'm here for. Dude, I'm, I'm sure you get like stares. Look at that ginger with a mullet. Yeah, what's what's going on? Yeah, not a fan. Hippie, beware. Yeah, look out for that hippie. Yeah, it's uh these these people they uh they know no bounds. Well, that's what we were talking about. Like now everybody's going out now to see what other people are doing. Yeah, because they haven't had a, a lot of other people influence. In you know, now that we're somewhat coming time. out, is uh, as you know, the world, and this is real slow, uh, and I still don't think it's up to like its regular speed. But my mom and I just had it recently. Are you talking about COVID? Yeah, I'm talking about like just life getting back to normal. Yeah. Like, you know, how like when the economy shut down and the world shut down, like that was a really hot time. Like, if you were doing like podcasting because wasn't nobody doing anything, yeah, and so you could totally get some interviews you'd probably never get yeah but now that the world is for the most part like just back to business it's uh it's taken me quite a, a bit of like adjusting to get back used to that pace yeah because everything's moving fast again now. yeah or faster yeah and we slowed down like, oh, to, to a snail's pace like we went from running 100 miles an hour to 20 mm-hmm and then we're trying to get back to 100 miles an hour, but the administration has their big foot on our neck right now. Oh, it's more than that. And who would have thought that the way that you would lose your rights would be through, um, so 2035, Ford and Chevy and Dodge and, well, every car manufacturer will no longer be making combustible engines. That is foolish. Yeah, the the power grid already cannot sustain this. But one thing, uh, this is interesting, executive order that just passed for the time, mm. I just noticed that whoever painted this wall, they painted a fly onto the wall. Do you see it? Hell yeah. <laughs> Good job, guys. Yeah. Real just, American quality uh, right there. Part of the problem. But, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh... So... The, the executive order he passed was for, uh, like, start with utilities, 
municipalities, co-ops such as Four County, usually when a power company has to buy supplies such as transformers or wire or whatever else, through the government, these companies, you know, whether it be ran by a municipality like Starville Utilities or a co-op like Four County, they usually have to uh, get quotes, at least two, most of the time three, and then they have to send those quotes, get them approved, and then buy whichever one they deem necessary. But now with the current administration executive order, you don't have to get quotes anymore. So this is going to open up brand new companies and ventures. This is something I've been thinking about because a company called Howard, they make transformers. Yeah. And there's a certain kind of steel that is mainly made in China. And the company is saying like, we could hire more people and we could pick up the speed, but we would run out of work and have to lay off because we cannot get the steel for the shell of the transformer. And there's been a lot of thought about changing the steel or starting to make it here in America so we wouldn't have to be relying on China. But back to the car thing is, like, you would no longer, like, go to a car lot and pick out a car you want. You would call the manufacturer and be like, I want the 2036 Mustang. Uh, and you would go through all the specs and the package you wanted. Yeah. And then when it was built, it would be delivered to your home. I think that's the way it should have been all along. I think mass production of cars is a thing of the past. I think people, if they're going to buy a brand new car, they want it to be exactly what they want. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of times, you know, I've been into the the car buying scene a few times in my life, and you, you, you'll typically have what you want in your mind. Surely you don't just go to the damn car lot and just, you know, just whatever. I did that one time. <laughs> said uh walked away with a lemon <laughs> no nah, i walked away with the uh, well it was yellow as hell yellow <laughs> it was a good car though i ran that bitch into a porch <laughs> what the hell <laughs> what the hell are we doing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think that's i think that's the way it should have been <laughs> so i mean well just within the industry of so you wouldn't have car lots anymore, so you wouldn't have car salesmen, you wouldn't have accountants in that capacity. And then I think about, like, it's going to hurt a job market. got to have those jobs for the new power, new power grid, new all, because I don't have to make a new one. Yeah. Or either they're going to get us all to convert. But the, Yeah, and so the conspiratorial side of it, which this is the part that people want to hear, right, is uh, when you have that electric car, I bet uh, I bet you won't be the only one who says it can go or not yeah let's just say out in Hollyweird, california that uh you know they're moving quicker than other states like they've got a full band well they're real progressive 2030 which in other states have followed suit yeah uh, i think there's 13 states now that uh by the year 2030 they will not allow you to register a combustible engine they won't even allow you to have a motorcycle in the state and so think about this what the hell are we going to do about, like, these gas stations? Where's all this won't allow and can'ts yeah. coming here in the land of the free? Well, that's the thing, buddy. It's like they are beginning to come out with this thought, and I think it's a really good one, that with the lockdown, 
we were a rat put in the water to swim. And at the last possible second, was pulled out and dried. And now we're about to be put back in it. And with this rat experiment, the rat would swim four hours the first time before it gave up and it would just quit and die. But if you would pull it out, dry it off, put it back in, it would swim for 60 hours. So it's a condition. Yeah. It's being conditioned for something. And so our rights, unless, you know, people begin to stand up and wake up and, like, really think about what the hell is going on, you know, you're going to lose this country. I have firmly started the the fuck it movement, and I just do whatever I want to do. I don't try and infringe on anybody else. That's the whole thing. I don't try and ask anybody for anything. I help whenever I can, and I move on. I don't need anybody to tell me what I can and can't or when and where. Have you received the name of your guardian IRS agent yet? No. (laughs) Hell no. You know, they hired 87,000 new IRS agents, you know? And uh, these are accountants with guns, supposedly. That's fun. I don't don't pay taxes. They'll be coming for me. Well, I've... I've been audited once in the past, so I'm sure I'll, yeah. I'll make the short list. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, he ain't paid since we were giving out stimuluses. We need to go get him. I have a theory about this student loan forgiveness. Let's just say that you get ten or max 20000 forgiven. I think that's going to be taxable income. <laughs> You're going to be taxed yeah, like a motherfucker. You gonna have they gonna be like when you come to your taxes in twenty twenty three. They're gonna be like, oh, I see here you received student loan forgiveness in the amount of eighteen thousand two hundred seventy five dollars. Increase to income. Did you say taxes out of that? Hmm. Oh. The thing is. Minus bloody bloody blah. That's a twenty two hundred dollar bill. Yeah. Uh, contact this number if you have any questions yep. about making setting up a payment plan. Yep. And then you're right back in the shoe, buddy. And this time... It's with the government. Well, it always was oh, with yeah, these yeah, loans, yeah, like yeah. Sally Mays. Yeah, or, yeah. They don't tell you that, though. Oh, yes, they Sally May. If you read the contract, it tell you. Yeah. Who does that, though? Not these, not these kids, man. No. 18 years old, you're going to give me how much Sign. money to go That's to school? That's the thing about like these, have you seen the houses that have like the Nest AC unit you can control from your phone? Yeah. You're not the, if you read the contract on that, you're not the only one who has access to that. What are you going to do oh, no. when they're not just telling you what you can and cannot drive, but they're telling you what your thermostat's going to be in your house? That's when I buy a generator and start backfeeding their lines. <laughs> <laughs> Set up window units on my generator. I mean, have, this is funny about. Have the you Tesla's. seen like the curfews and things that uh, California's doing right now? We were in a curfew this week in Memphis on the power grid. No, no, no. We were in like a well, y'all had stay in wild ass shooter. Stay in, stay in place, shelter in place order. Yeah, is it over that shooter? Yeah, it was over the shooter. Yeah, yeah. That that was a buck wild story. They gave us uh, like. Hazard bonus for coming in that night at FedEx. Jeez. Yeah, that dude, well, he was on a shooting rampage, like live streaming sh- and like showing of, up at just. Man, just shooting, just shooting random ass folks, man. No beef, no talking, just tap, tap. Yeah, I saw one of the live streams I saw was uh, he just opened the door to his car and he said, I ain't playing. Throws open the door of this convenience store 
there's a dude like walking to the exit. He gets capped three times. And imagine like yeah. you woke up that morning and you had to go to that crappy convenience store to you pick up to groceries to get a goddamn coffee drink. And next thing you know, you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> you just ten thirty in the morning going to the grocery or the gas station and get your coffee and black and mild and get shot in the chest four times. That's what Memphis was last week. Jesus loves. Like what the? And then what the, the hell the is kid, going on? The kid was in the back, nineteen, smiling, smiling when he got picked up by the police. These kids are treating life like it's Grand Theft Auto. Do you blame the video game, or I'm, is that just a comparison? That's just just for comparison, not blaming at all. Mm. But man, these kids are acting like there ain't no consequences for their actions. They're acting like. I can do whatever. I'm going to be young forever. Nothing's going to happen to me. I know. I probably acted like that when I was young, too. Not to that level. Not to the level we're on now. Like, you know, yeah, we might have broke into an abandoned house or two. Fucking around. Nobody was Got in there. Got stoned in the back of a graveyard. Yeah, nothing nothing stupid like these kids are doing. Like okay, running this, people off the road and I'll shit. I'll tell you, what is a suboxone... Uh, Drug you can buy at these gas stations that should be outlawed. What's the no, name of that? No, no. What's what's the name of that shit? Kratom. Kratom. Uh, so this happened in New Hope, the Country Mart. You mm-hmm. know, right down the road from State Line Fuel Center. Yeah. So these damn tweakers or whatever <laughs> broke into that store. They stole one thing. That crap. Get this. They didn't even take all of it. They just like got enough for their fix. Got their little order and jetted. Yeah. I was like, what a time. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Jeez. Imagine, like, walking in the store the next day, and you're, like, catching up with the clerk. So what happened with the window? People came in here yes. stealing Kratom. People came in here last night broke in. You look around, and it's like... Everything's fine. Everything's there. It's like, what did they steal? Well, steal. You fixed it up nice, man. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, too. Yeah. Wild times, man. And like, we're going we're gonna to be living... In a dystopian world, like Hunter S. Thompson said, to where, like, dude, this is supposed to be the shining light of beacon for hope and freedom for, to the world. And this is becoming, like, a really dangerous time and place to be alive. Well, we're coming into the age of Aquarius, man. We're what the? We're actually coming into the age of Aquarius. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> it's supposed to Ain't be... Ain't that a song? <laughs> It's supposed to be a utopian time, and like the water sign is supposed to take over, and all. It's a lot of astrological shit. Huh. Well, you you've know. been reading Cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> I did ask for knee pads at work this past week. So, nice. You know. <laughs> Hell yeah. You gotta know when to go, buddy. You gotta know when you gotta go. So, how's that promotion going? Oh, yeah. it's going great. Yeah, man, I got it. I got it. It only took me two new pairs of knee, pa- knee pads. It could have been three. Could have been three. <laughs> That's great. Uh, man, yeah. Just to go back to the um, the Grand Theft Auto thing, but they you know, don't. They, what? What are they going to do? Like, what happens when I mean, they find out there are consequences? There is such a lack of respect, and uh, for other people, like recently. Around this complex, there was a, a six vehicles in that parking lot got broken into in one night. And it was like, uh, I saw some of the cars. 
after, you know, like the owner hadn't even been out there to see that they had been violated. Yeah. And uh, it was like caveman broke in there. It was like pried the door open. They didn't try and like pop the window and. I don't know if they. The I don't know if they tried that and they just really sucked at it or. God, it'd take more energy to fucking pry that door open. Or you would think just punch the window. Or and it's rabbit Yeah. You see them do it in the movies. Right, and that's uh, that's how they do it out there in Hollywood. And that's what exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Them acting like life ain't real, and they, you know, why didn't you try that, buddy? Yeah, and because uh, they don't want to hurt themselves. They don't want to get hurt. They don't want to hurt themselves. But they want to cause chaos. Yeah, does that? That doesn't make sense, man. It's weird. It kind of takes me back to the summer of love that we had in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever that mostly was. peaceful protesters, the city was burning in the background. <laughs> justice, no justice, no peace, and the city is like on fire in the background. You got the no peace part right. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all figured out that part of the definition. You know, and like all the people who were coming out in defense of these small businesses that got burnt down, it's like all the insurance paid for. As it turns out, Mm-mm. they didn't cover all of the expense. Mm-mm. Like a lot of these people. That barely covered, like, the cleanup. Yeah. Not even, like, the cost of building a new building or the, the insurance lost company, goods. They probably insured the whole block. So that company just lost $10 million. Yeah. That's the way that shit works. The insurance agent goes down the block. Mm-hmm. Business to business to business. Hey, would you be interested in I can get you a better deal, dude. I can get you a better deal than what you're paying for blah, blah, blah. And then there they are. Mm -hmm. I can get you a better deal on Lance Arms. That's a good plug. I'll give you 3.4 instead of 3.2. I've been hanging out with a lot of salesmen lately, and it's like rattling my brain. Like every time. Every time you. Fuck it. Every <laughs> every time you get around and they're trying to sell you the latest and greatest Lance Arm. Yeah. That's what we need. We need to just fuck math. <laughs> Be I'm nice sell- to people. I'm selling 10 of those records tomorrow. Hell yeah. For 100 Lance Arms. Fuck yeah. Does people know what that means? Maybe. Maybe. It can. You can think it. Yeah, it's just like a wampum Indian money. If you can dream it, it can be. Yeah. And the thing with these kids, dude, I'm so afraid. Where, where are we going to be when they're adults? What well, the... My daughter basically has a girlfriend. They're pretty much all asexual. You don't have them like... There's no way. <coughs> wild 15-year-old spin-the-bottle parties anymore. Really? No, they don't do that shit, man. Parents won't hardly let any kids come over because they're outside and they might bring in some kind of sickness. I didn't think about that. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. You gotta be real particular about, you know, parents is like, mm, they just got over COVID or they had the flu or something. We didn't care about that shit back in the day, man. We were talking about this point earlier today that... Uh, I don't. I would say it probably started happening about fifty years ago, a little bit before our time. But this generation of raising kids, 
they don't do like our parents did. They don't like push you out the door and be like, come back at dark. Yeah, no, they're stay inside. Yeah. Play or, your video game. Or you can't be outside unless I'm outside with you. Yeah. Like, uh, and then you can't leave the yard. I don't blame that on like social media. I don't know what made these people soft, so to speak. Well, it's they're afraid that of people going around being fucking stupid like they were in Tennessee. Well, I mean, what about these people who like live in the middle in the woods, middle of nowhere? I mean, it's not just out of concern for like a snake or a spider, you know. No, it's, there's it's, something, something has changed in the way that we think as humans. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I I, I see it, and I'm, I'm trying to think of the way. I'm, I'm trying to say it. It's. It's like we're more advanced in feelings and dealing with our children's feelings than we are their well-being. What about this worldview? I think this might be it, is if you took everything, even political, to it be either being more masculine or more feminine. And like so the, the masculine, like... Masculinity's dying, dude. Worldview would be like, you know, self-responsibility, you know, capitalism is all get out. And, yeah. Uh, you know, you just go through, like, the view of, like, what masculinity is, right? Dude, a man is a dinosaur now. Like, a real man? Oh, yeah, dude. Fucking dinosaur. Hard to find. But then, like, the feminine worldview is, like, more communal. Uh, it's more, like, looking yeah. out for fellow man. Yeah. Not to say that... You need both. But there is but more of a feminine role it's right not, now. Yeah. I was, and that's part of the Age of Aquarius, actually. Oh. Is it? Yeah. We're coming to the Age of Aquarius. Loving and caring and utopian-style existence. But, uh, you know, like, any time you walk off into something like this, you know, I think the maybe the heart behind it is good and maybe the message is good, but I think it's very cynical, like the people who uh, will carry it out because... A lot of people will die because of this. Yeah. Because when you have an abundance of things, which <coughs> I think we do, I can't believe the entire food system, you know, how global it is, hasn't collapsed in on itself. Man, we're going to be trying. <coughs> I, want, I, want th- I want anarchy. Like, how the hell are we still, like, going to Popeye's and getting a chicken sandwich, right? Yeah. Like, you would think, like, with the way, like, the world economy was, like, we weren't really trading... And they're talking about, like, this winter could be the dark one because the summer harvest <coughs> was not good. Yeah, because we're talking farming. And they're talking about the fall harvest is going to be even worse. And so when you start to think about... That's why I heated up CERN and we'd be getting all this rain. Hmm. 100%. <laughs> okay. You, know, they, you they, shared an interesting ad about the fact that we're probably in like a parallel universe now. Yeah, it's different now. It changed right after the or right. It started changing right when they started powering up CERN in July. Huh. Or not not June when they started firing when they started powering up CERN. Everything started. They open a portal to somewhere, and it's not somewhere we want to go. I was walking, watching, walking. I was watching this documentary on YouTube, and like, I think the dude who was like teaching, he was like speaking at some college, and like, I, I was listening to him. I, I wasn't really buying the shit because it sounded like just too out there. Yeah, probably like the show for a lot. Yeah, of probably like you motherfuckers are out there, you crazy yeah. bastards. Yeah, but uh, you know, he was talking about like 
there are these places that all over the world and like you you have heard like you know think about like the denver airport no yeah that's a demonic as hell and you think about like some of these other places like uh What's the real extraterrestrial place out in, like, Nevada? Oh, the like Area 51 or? Well, not just that, but they have, there's a whole town, like, the highway is called Extraterrestrial Highway, and it's got, like. I think you're talking about Roswell. Yeah. Where the, the that aliens is it, landed Roswell, in Nevada. 50, 63. That place has, like, a frequency home, and, like, when they went in there to study it with their machinery, whatever, is, like, what they found was, like, it was a portal to another dimension yeah and so like things were coming out like you could say demonic otherworldly uh Uh, fifth dimensional beings yeah yeah and like that was where like you know a lot of these horror films like poltergeist and uh what was the movie with slender man and like things like that escaping through those portals and entering into this world well, I think, man, we're playing with fire like, anytime. And this guy, like, parcels. genuinely sounded like he believed in, like, Bigfoot and, like, Bigfoot. Big, yeah. There's big feet. Or would it be Big's foot? Like, would how would you make it plural? Or just go back to calling them Yetis? They're like warm, warm air Yetis, right? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> warm air Yetis? <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're not white. They're brown. Oh. But they're still Yeti. Yeah, oh, I got you. Yeah, it's kind of like most a polar Yetis bear. Are white. Yeah. This is a polar Yeti. Yeah, you got polar Yetis and brown Yetis. <laughs> yeah. This this one's made for for the Appalachian Mountains. While this yeah. one is more for the more for the Himalayas. Yeah, more for the snow. And if you do not want to put those two in the same room, they will tear each other limb from limb. <laughs> limb from limb. This is like bigger than the Bloods and the Crips ever thought. <laughs> And man, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was like sharing like this guy, like generally, I think he does believe like in the Loch Ness monster and like Bigfoot, you know? Yeah. (laughs) There are people out there, man. There's a lot of shows searching for Bigfoot. That's big thing. I'm like, you know, I never really understood like the phenomena. Like you could, they're not just a TV show, but there are TV shows, and like that tells you like there's. There's people out there who are really, really invested <laughs> in this shit. Yes, like, like, like they gotta know. Like your flat Earth buddy, Dave West. Oh yeah, dude, get he, the help. He, <laughs> he's invested, dude. I'm not gonna hate. He's invested and he believes it. You oh, know? I, I just love like so crass with like. Did we go to the moon? Hell no. Ain't never been to the moon. That's what I'm talking about, dude. <laughs> we ain't had to, the the we're we're saying. I read an article saying that now NASA thinks it has fast enough rockets to get back to the moon. Well, the, how did we lose them? If we had them before, how did we lose them? That's quite the phenomenon, really, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, I remember. Uh, NASA thinks it has motors powerful enough to reach the moon. Thinks. Yeah, I've I've heard a whole. <laughs> Whole spill about How that. How the fuck? We already been there, right? I mean, Supposedly. there's a flag. Stanley Kubrick put a flag out there. Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> Good plug. He put a flag out there. And how the hell did they call the president on a phone? Yeah, dude. You're in. 
That's why I ain't never understood about like, space movies. How are these motherfuckers talking to Earth? There ain't no goddamn phone lines up there. Yeah, there's a satellite. Satellite? What the f- A satellite shooting one beam down to this one phone? No. Come on, man. That's gotta be it. <laughs> there, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there can be. I don't even know how video could be sent via the. There ain't no fucking wires up there. Right. How can you send a video via the internet? Yeah, Neil. While you're, you know, you get these photos. We have questions. From space. It's fucking moving. How is is it not blurry? These conspiracy theorists and flat earthers really have some good points. They do make good points. It is round as fuck, though. Like, physics. I think it's flat on a turtle's back. I like it. I like it too. Turtles all the way down. Turtles all the way down, man, for sure. They know the truth. They've been here long enough. You we gotta open them. up your penal gland. Yeah, your. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The penal. <laughs> That's the third eye. Yeah, you squeeze. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know, man, it's always baffled my mind when people say they're <laughs> sending video from space. Where from? Where is this? Where's these wires? We have wireless, but it's all—it's still connected to a wire yeah, somewhere. You, you take your iPhone 14 up to Mars and yeah, give me a holler. Well, we were talking about the fucking Starbucks on Mars and shit, you know. Okay, I'm gonna tell y'all something. I don't want. I don't care about space. I don't care about going. I, I know it's up there. It's cool. If they wanted us, they'd come down here. I don't even give that many shits. Cool. I don't. I ain't never cared. Like I guess that's just about what people are passionate about. Yeah. I ain't never cared about looking out of a telescope. I've looked. Like, down. look, there's the little dipper. What the hell does that even matter? If I see it, you know, if I look <laughs> up there. And I see, like, a constellation that I know, which is, you know, the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper. I'm like, hey, look at them. There's Orion's belt. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? What? What'd you just say, man? That's right there. You can see the buckle. No, I mean, I've been, like, I don't know. I've always been kind of interested in aliens since I was a kid, dude. I went to Roswell when I was 12. Oh. So, uh, I recently, this episode will drop, um this week too i recently interviewed an astronomer yeah and a physicist and one one of the last one of the last questions i asked is uh you know they're uh as far as spirituality is like they believe they really believe in science yeah like that's their that's their yeah understanding i said so what does science say and what do you believe about the possibility of extraterrestrial beings 100% there has to be no absolutely 100% absolutely has to be we'd be fools not to think that there was not something else just like us and so what that astronomer does if you missed the episode but uh he is studying uh the mass uh the like I think one of it was nitrogen that would come up out of this comet, uh, and he's studying the speed of them, how fast they're moving through the this universe. This guy's really doing shit. He's like really, really. 
Yeah, like the dude's like written papers and things about it, like it's published. Shit. It's like legit. And then I had to ask him about like astrology, like the age of Aquarius, and like we yeah. had we had a good time with that. It's a bunch of it's a crock of it's shit. Bullshit. It's a crock of shit. <laughs> might as well yeah. go to a fortune teller. Yeah, might as well. You're gonna have a bad day today. If you think if you wake up today and read, you're gonna have a bad day. Odds are you're gonna have a bad day. Yeah. I would say you have severely uh, increased your chances because mm-hmm. you're in that mindset now. You're like, oh, my horoscope says I'm supposed to meet somebody new today. And then you come up to everybody you come across that you hadn't seen before. Hey, how are you doing? It's the same equivalent as saying you'll eat today. Yeah. Well, I bet I will. I fucking bet I will eat today <laughs> here in the next or few I'm minutes. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be an asshole. Dude, what else to do? And I don't know. I, I, we went all over the place from crazy kids to aliens to Lance Arms. Mm. Soap. We hadn't hit soap. Soap. Been using the, the old aluminum free deodorant for a while. You know, we talk about that for a while. Oh, yeah. Really pushing all our fellas out yeah, there. Yeah, really it. pushing everybody to go aluminum free. Now, you know, free. like our buddy Rick Leverett. Yeah. Uh, he shared with me that the aluminum free, paraben free, like what we're using, like, breaks him out in a rash okay so uh you he's got to sweat that out it's that's the aluminum reacting to it that's what you would say yeah so and he wasn't he wasn't the only person to send me that you know when i was sharing about that in the, on the social media it's just yeah. like hey guys uh you know uh take care of yourself like this aluminum is linked to alzheimer's dementia and just your brain yeah. Not functioning. Not properly. functioning. I mean, I'd hate for you to be like forty six. Yeah, and be like, not what for dinner? Let me tell you something, Jack. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Where are we going? Dinner. What are we doing? <laughs> Where are we at? Dinner. <laughs> God damn it, we're what, at dinner. Which way am I supposed to walk? Yeah, which way is the door? You just came through it. Shakes ghost hands. Yeah. So I mean, get, just get off the aluminum. Man. Yeah, get off the aluminum. Uh, you have like I'm using that fancy. I use I use Mitchum. I'm Mitchum? a Mitchum man, and I'm on that native, which is a <laughs> that penny. Ten, that ten dollar. Uh, yeah, ten dollar. Uh, I've had it uh, for uh, I've had it for about three months. I'm still using the same thing. So oh shit! It lasts. Because that Mitchum does not last. Does it not? You run no, through it. You run through it. I'm gonna buy some native this time. Just try it out and see. Yeah, I tell you one thing I have noticed about it, like uh, which I used to use. Mitchum does more like a gel, don't they? No, well, it's a stick. It's a stick, but it's a really like mashed potatoy stick. Yeah, so uh, native is fairly pretty damn hard. Like it's amazing. Like you putting it on, like I, I'm swapping two or three times before I'm like, is it on there? Am I getting anything? But that damn thing, like. With the texture of it, it doesn't hurt, but, like, you'll look down at the stick, and it's, like, pulled out, like, five hairs. It's like, this stuff is stout. <laughs> I like it. All right, so it's worth the money. Yeah. I know the soap's good. Uh, yeah, that's another thing. Like, any time that you can use maybe something locally made or, you know, like, a lot of people, Dr. Squatch. Yeah, I don't like, I don't like any of them. I like our soap at Munson Bros. Munson Brothers soap's good. I like uh, Magnolia City Soap. Oh, they're here in town. Well, there's one in Collierville, too. I think there's a Magnolia Soap Company in downtown Starville here. Uh, There's one in... 
and then you got Bluff City soaps there in Memphis. It's more of a mass produced. Yeah, it's yeah. almost a Bath and Body Works level though. Props to it, man. When you got a good product, yeah, a lot of people mimic their product, man. Yeah, they were the first. Yeah, so don't be a dingus. Quit using aluminum deodorants. Yeah, dude. And look at the damn ingredient bought ingredients on your soap. If it's more than soap. <laughs> yeah, I just use bar soap now. Not dollar enough. I got this uh, Harry's. Oh, yeah. Soap I use. Love that shit. Okay. And that has been Men's Health. Yeah. Your daily porn stock. That's, that's worth about five lance arms. I'd go ten. I'd go ten yeah, lance arms all day. Conflicts. Yeah. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. That's right. And these lance arms, they fold right at that bow. (laughs) Right. All right, guys. All right, dude. Chef's kiss.
Say 